Hi, this is Rick Thompson, the pastor at Living Water Community Church. This is our podcast, and I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope this message builds your faith and blesses you. Please enjoy it. Welcome to Living Water Community Church. If you're joining us online, we're honored to have you with us this morning. My name is Pastor Steve. I am one of your teachers here this morning. And I just want to thank the worship team for getting you hyped up and getting you ready for the Word of God because it's going to make my next, this next segment a lot easier for me. I am continuing in our series, our Say What series. Now, before I give you the title, I want to prepare you. I'm from New York. Thank you. One person from New York. Usually we have like half of Florida is from New York. But I want you to get that New York attitude about you before you do your safe what. Okay? Now, in the streets where I come from, if you got to pop your neck a little bit, that's fine by me. Brothers, if you got to want to cross your arms, get that lean back, say what? That's good with me. For those of you that are of older generation like me, it translates into that question that was asked every Thursday night by that wonderful actor, Gary Coleman. What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> so if you want to give me that face, I'll take that face too. If you want to do the rock with the one eye, one eyebrow lifted, say what? That's cool. Okay, so I want you all to get married. If you're online, find that, that emoji that if you got to do the, oh, sorry, the McCulkin face, that's cool. Okay, so here we go. I'm continuing today with our series, our Say What series. Bad things, get ready, get ready, don't happen to good people. Come on now. Come on, give me some New York attitude. That's staking that, that what you heard about those people from up north. Okay, let's do this again. Bad things don't happen to good people. There we go. Yes. I like it. I like it. I like it. Yes, bad things don't happen to good people. And I was talking to one of my brothers, and I told him, this is probably the most difficult subject that I have to teach on. And it, it's, it's for different reasons. You know, it, it's, I'm the type of person, you know, something's going wrong. At the time, I don't want to hear all things are good. This too shall pass. You know, that, that's just me. So if you're that type of person, just bear with me. Bear with me today. Because I know we're all going through something. So what is the definition of a good person? Who determines what is the measure of a good person? If you leave it up to me, I'm going to find something wrong in everyone. If I leave it up to you, you're going to find something wrong in me. And I won't tell you this, but my bosses are in the house. They're members. When they're in the house, they're my brothers and sisters. But I'm sure they got a list. (laughs) By God's standard... We all sin, each and every one of us. 
I know you're probably going, say what? Yeah. But keep it inside because it's true. We all sin by his standard. We all fall short. And we are programmed to hide our pain. We are programmed to hide our sin. When we come to church, if I ask you, how are you doing? What's your response? Blessed and highly blessed and highly favored. If I say, God is good all the time and all the time, God, yeah, yeah, see, you know the lingo. You know how to hide it, too. We all do when we come to church. But when we come to church, that's when we ought to be taking off that mask. We ought to be attending a church that I can go, I can be myself here. They won't reject me. God doesn't reject me. God doesn't reject you. I can't reject you. I can help you along. I can lift you up. I can be a shoulder for you to cry on, to lean on. That's what I can do. In Romans 5.12, it says, Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, and death through sin, and in this way, death came to all people. Why? Because all have sinned. Because all sinned. You and I, I sin, you sin. Because of Adam's disobedience, his sin, we all were born into sin and for short of God's glory. We don't deserve his mercy. Yet he offers it freely. He tells us in the Bible that we are to put on his full armor. I'm talking about full armor of God from head to toe. He tells us to guard ourselves, to arm yourself. For we are in a battle, folks. We are in a battle against the principalities and powers of darkness. And like a roaring lion... Satan is looking for someone to devour. He's looking out for you. He's got a, you, you, listen, folks, we have a target on our back. And Satan is looking to take advantage of any little moment that you give him. Any little opening in your armor that, he get, that you give him, he's going to slip right in. He's going to take advantage. Matt, Matthew 5.45b uh, says, <clears throat> Excuse me. He makes the sun to rise on evil, on the evil and on the good. He sends rain on the just and the unjust. God is a just God. He said, listen, you deserve a lot worse than that. You deserve a lot worse than what you're going through. But I'm not going to give it to you. Because of, our, because of our sin and God's namesake alone, we will have troubles. Because of the evil that surrounds us, we will have trouble. We all deal with it every single day. We're out in the world. There are people that are just plain evil. In John 15, 18, 19, Jesus tells his disciples that because he chose them, they will be hated. But remember that they hated him first. 
If you are a Christian today, you are Christ-like, you are little, little C, there's a target on you, as I said. Satan is out to get you. He doesn't like you simply because you wear that name Christian. He wants to destroy you. He is out to kill, to steal, and to destroy everything about you. If he can destroy your joy, and he's got you moping half the time, then he's on a winning streak. He's on a winning streak. In John 16, 33, uh, he, Jesus tells them that in this world they will have trouble. We will have trouble as well. Then he says, but take heart, be of good courage. I have overcome the world. I have overcome the world. And folks, believe it or not, even knowing all this, we still mope. We still complain. We still, with the woes is me. I'm going through. I'm going through. I'm going through. Oh, Pastor Steve, you don't know. And that is true. But you know what? If we bring it out, hey, listen, the word of God says that if you're ailing, bring it to the elders. Come, let somebody pray for you. If you can't handle this on your own, which most of us cannot, and I would say that 100% of us cannot. That's why we need Jesus. That's why we need each other. Because when we meet here, I can't be embarrassed about what I'm going through. I got to have somebody that I can trust on, that I can go and release that so that Satan has nothing to hold over me. Because the more that I keep it inside, the more it builds up. The, now I'm thinking, listen, you, you guys know my past from, from addiction. I still deal with uh, um, some episodes of things in the mind, you know. I, I look at somebody sometimes and I think, oh, that person's talking about me. And I have to go to the Lord. I have to cry out to the Lord and say, God, take that away from me. I don't want to live that way anymore. I don't want to live in fear. Thinking that somebody's talking about me, thinking even, you know, it's a terrible way to live. Terrible way to live. And, and, and that was something that I battled through when I was taking the drugs. Um, and it still sometimes will try to come on me. And as soon as it does, I start crying out. I start singing. I praise God. There ought to be a praise in our mouths. Amen? Every single day, every moment, there ought to be a praise in our mouths. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump ahead, but there's a song. There's a song that's out there now that the, lyrics, the chorus goes something like, Good God Almighty, I hope you find me praising your name no matter what comes. For I know it I'd be without your mercy. So I got to keep praising your name at the top of my lungs. And that's how I get through my days when I feel the pressure coming on. That's how I get through my days when, when, when I'm at a moment that I just don't like my wife at the moment. You know? <laughs> I, I love you, dear. But she's the same with me. There are times where she just doesn't like me. And she walks away from me. And I'm going, Where, what are you doing? I can't be around you right now. 
But praise God. When he comes, he ought to be finding us, praising him no matter what comes. No matter what our circumstance is, no matter what we're going through, we ought to be praising his name. Amen? He tells them, because, uh, take heart, be of good courage, that I have overcome this world. Knowing this, we still complain. In Romans 8.32, he who did not spare his own son gave him up for us all. In other words, the father gave up his son for you, for you, for you, for you, for me. He gave up his son. And we complain that my, my arm hurts or, 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 or I'm going through this situation right now or, or my finances or my marriage or, or my sickness or my disease. He gave up his son to die for your sin. Free, he gave, I don't know that anybody, that I could do that. That I could tell my son, go, die for this one. Who can? Who can? In 2 Corinthians 5.21, God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. And Isaiah, in, in, in his uh, uh, prophecy about the, the crucifixion and what's going on, it says, in Isaiah 52, 14, it says, many were appalled at him. His appearance was so disfigured beyond that of any human being, and his form marred beyond human likeness. In other words, he was beaten so bad that he was unrecognizable for you, for you, for you, for you, for me. He was beaten so bad that he was unrecognizable. Folks, we, we, we say beaten, but the truth is he wasn't beaten. He was tortured. He was tortured for us, for our sin. And I know that many of you have seen that movie, Passion of the Christ, and they did a pretty good job at it. I found myself in the theater yelling, stop, enough, because you get into it. And that's just his imagination. Who knows what really went on, how bad it really was, because he wasn't there. Mel Gibson wasn't there. The, 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 the producers and the directors, they weren't there. So how bad was it truly? How bad did he take that pain for you and I? He took our place, folks. He took our place. You may feel that God doesn't like you at times, but the truth is that he loves you. So much that he allowed his son to go through that much disfigurement that much pain, and it didn't stop there. He was then put on the cross, crucified, so that you and I may live. And there's more, folks. While he was on the cross, and he took on every sin that you and I have, that you and I will ever do, and not just you and I in the church, but imagine the entire world 
millions and millions and millions of people in this world. He took on everyone's sin. When that moment came upon him, guess what happened? His own father turned his back on him. Turned his back on him. Why? So it wouldn't happen to you. So it wouldn't happen to me. That's why. Philippians 3.18 says, For as I have often told you before and now tell you again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is destruction. Their God is their stomach, and their glory is in their shame. Their mind is set on earthly things, but our citizenship is in heaven. And we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. As I said, I was talking to one of my brothers and he, he, he's one of the ones that I'm closer to because they, we're only a year apart. And he reminded me, he says, there is evil and there is love in this world. We have a free will to choose. Which will you choose? Unfortunately, there are many out there that choose evil. They like doing evil. They, they delight in doing evil. And I want to take you today through four things that pain, that pain brings to you. And number one, which is going to be your first fill-in, it will humble your high opinion of yourself. It will humble your high opinion of yourself. You see, the world teaches us that we're number one. Looking out for self. I'm good. I'm awesome. I'm the greatest. And pain will knock you to your knees. And it, 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 in James 4.10, it says, Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. In verse 6, he says, He opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. It will let you know that you are not God that you are not invincible. Things will happen. Things will come your way. Some of us might be struggling through something right now as we're sitting here. And when we walked in, that, in those doors, we had a big old smile on ourselves like nothing was ever wrong. Meanwhile, we are breaking up inside. It'll let us know that we are not perfect. David had many faults, trials and troubles, mostly brought on by his sins. But he always humbled himself and turned to God. And that's what God is asking us to do. In our, in our relationship, Pastor Rick told us, said it today, this morning, in our relationship with God, in our relationship with Christ, that's what he wants from you. He wants honesty from you, in other words, folks. 
Listen, he knows everything. The re- it, and, and I know some of you are saying, well, if he knows everything, well, then we'll have to tell him. Because he wants you to confess. He wants you to get it out of your system. He, wants, he, he, he doesn't want Satan, like I said, he doesn't want Satan holding anything over you. Okay? So when Satan comes to you and says, hey, I know what you did last night, that you, you can say that's all right because the Father does too. I already told him. So <laughs> go. Do what you got to do. Move on. Give him the boot. Knowing what we know about David, how else can God say, David is a man after my own heart? How? Because he repented. Every time he went through something, he repented. He went to God. He, 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 he admitted his faults. He asked for forgiveness. And I know there's time, listen, I, again, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, used to be a drug addict, and I would go from rehab to rehab to rehab to rehab. It doesn't always catch the first time. Okay? But there's going to be a day that you're going to go, man, it's been months since I've, once I gave that to God. I may have come and given it to him four, five, six times, but man, it's been months. It's been years now. Praise be to God. And we can learn from those things because the next one we can bring to him. The next time, we don't have to wait for so long. We don't have to feel ashamed. We don't have to feel embarrassed. We can just go and take it on to the Lord right away. He says, we have, the, the, uh, uh, the door is open to the throne room of grace. We can freely come in now. We don't have to make those sacrifices like they used to. We can freely come in to the throne room of grace. A next, a next feeling. It teaches us to trust in the Lord. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. But in all your ways, submit, acknowledge to God and he will straighten your path. He will direct your path. He will put you on that road where you belong. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know that your circumstances don't line up with the plans. That this trial, this pain doesn't make any sense right now. After all, you were doing God's will. His work. Sorry to tell you, so were many people in the Bible. He said, look at Job. Look at Joseph. David. David was appointed when he was a kid. Ruth, Naomi. All those people in the Bible were doing God's will. And he still came from them. And if that isn't enough, let me give you another one. Jesus himself. Son of God. He's definitely doing God's will. He was definitely perfect. There was no fault found in him. And he still suffered. He still went to that cross. Folks, and it's because, one, because of one man's sin, because of one man's disobedience, that sin came into the world, that death came into the world. But he has given us a way out, hasn't he?
Trust is the only thing that took them through, that brought them through, that will bring you through, that will get you through. And it's what gets me through, trusting in God. Trusting in God. I told you about the song, Good God Almighty. He's got to find his praise in his name no matter what comes. That means so much more to him than anything else. And I forgot to give you the word for today, this morning. And it was New Yorkified. Yes, that's right. I made up the word. It's out there. Can't take it back. New Yorkified. And it's when you give me that New York attitude. In Luke 22, 31 and 32, it says, Simon, Simon, this is Jesus speaking to the, well, sorry, I missed, uh, sorry, folks, to the engineering room uh, team, I'm sorry. Our, our third um, fill-in. It produces mercy and compassion. See, it looks like they were ahead of me. For other people. It produces mercy and compassion for other people. In Luke 22, 31, 32, Jesus saying, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift you um, all as wheat. But I pray for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail and that when you turn back, you strengthen your brother. <clears throat> Jesus says, Simon, Satan is asking to mess with you, to mess with your head. And Peter, you know, you know the story of Peter. You know how he was. He's like, oh, Lord, no, 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 no. <laughs> New York are fine. He's like, no, man, you, you, you don't understand. I will go to prison for you, man. I will go to prison for you. No, you know what? You know what? X that out. X that out. I will go to death for you. I will go to the death for you. And Jesus was like, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> Peter, Peter, Peter. No, you didn't. Yeah, I know you're not coming to me with that garbage, with that nonsense. Let me, let, 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 let me drop some truth on you. Let me drop some truth on you. Truth of the matter is that before the crow, the, the cock crows this morning, before the rooster crows this morning, you're going to diss me three times. Not once, not twice, but three times, man. Three times you're going to diss me. And you're, you, 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 you're going to be, you're gonna be like, 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 like somebody's going to come and ask you and say, hey, weren't you, weren't you the, that, 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 that joker that was walking around with Jesus? And you'll be like, nah, man, I don't know that dude. I don't know the dude. Thanks. Chill. And then somebody else is going to ask you, hey, weren't you that cat walking around with that Jesus? <laughs> and you be like, man, I told you. I once told him, weren't you listening? <laughs> no. I don't know the cat. <laughs> 
And Miss Victoria jumped in front of me. But the third time that they ask you, you're going to say, say what? <laughs> I know you, 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 you didn't, you, no, you didn't just ask me. You didn't just ask me again. <laughs> when I told you three times, I don't know the guy. I don't know him. I don't know him. I don't know him. You all heard me now? And Peter, when that crow, when it crows, you'd be like, what I do, what I do, what I do. Man. And you're going to be like, feet don't fail me now. You're going to go on your boat. You're going to be fishing, looking over your shoulder. They're coming for me? No. Looking on phone. And they're going to come to you, and you're going to be like, oh, bro, 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 bro. Like my, my grandson said, bro, 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 bro. You don't know what I did. But Peter, I'm going to send somebody with a message. And I'm going to tell them, you tell Pete, you tell Petey that I love him. Because I roll that way. And see. (sighs) Listen, I'm old. That took a lot out. (laughs) Excuse me. Steve... Pastor Steve can't New Yorkify like he used to. (laughs) It teaches us to have compassion over others. Because he told you, he told Peter, when you come back, when you get to that point that you realize that you don't belong in the pigsty like that prodigal son. And you say, I don't belong here. I need to get out and do the Lord's work. I want you to strengthen your brothers. We are to strengthen one another. When we come to church, when we gather, we are to strengthen one another. Listen, most of us know each other for years that we know that when we walk in that door, we're not ourselves. Even when we try to hide it. We know that something is going on. Because of the way we either speak, because of the way we either carry ourselves. Your next feeling. We will grow closer to God and to each other, believe it or not, which I didn't put that in, but we will go grow closer to God in our pain. Listen. You and I get closer through our pains. If I come to you and I tell you, tell you nothing about my successes, and that's all I'm telling you, oh, man, I did this and I did that. Oh, man, it was great. It was all oh, All you're going to do if think of me is that I'm a bragger, that I brag too much. But if I come to you and I say, brother, I'm going through some pain and suffering right now. I'm going through some hardship. 
through some loss. And I just don't know that I can do this on my own. Could you, could, could you and I just talk and maybe even pray? We get closer because now you saw my heart. And I get closer to you because I get to see your heart. Or not. Because you could be like, dude, what's wrong with you? Get away from me. And I can see that heart. But most of the times you can find somebody in the church that you can pour your heart out to and they will be there with you and they will help, they will lift you up. They will be that shoulder for you. And that's what we are supposed to do. Folks, if you're the type of person that you're denying this from your brother and you go or listen to what's going on just so you could gossip to somebody else about it, I'm telling you right now, you need to check yourself. You need to check yourself. Because God will deal with you. But we will grow closer when we share our pain. Now I'm truly, truly treating you like family. Now I'm really treating you like a brother, like a sister. When we talk together, when we work together, when we get through these hardships together, and we stay on that narrow road that God is keeping us on, that's when we grow closer. Romans 5, 9 and 10, it says, For uh, since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more Having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? And the title this morning says, Bad things don't happen to good people. Say what? But I, I want to tell you that it is, there is some form of truth in that statement, in that title. And here it is. God doesn't see you as a bad person. You ha if you have been uh, uh, reconciled to him, if you have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus, you, he no longer sees your sin, folks. He sees you as somebody that has been redeemed. You are now his child. He doesn't see the ugliness about you. Satan will come along and try and convince him, Satan, but they did, they did, they did. And he's going to say, yes, and my son died for that already. They took on my son. They believed in him, not just believed in him, but they received him. They took him in. They made him his Lord and Savior. Their sin has been forgiven. And because of that, next feeling, we will never experience God's wrath. We will never experience God's wrath. Because in his eyes, we are good. If you have come to Christ. Matthew 13, 41, 42 says, The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin, 
and all who do evil. They will, th uh, they will throw them into the blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous, the righteous, all of us that have taken Christ on, because that's, what, that's how God sees us now. We are righteous in his eyes. Only through, through Jesus Christ, through the blood of Then the righteous will shine. They will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Whoever has ears, let them hear. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? The, what, what did he call you? He called you his righteous. Paul even calls us the saints. We have been made clean in the eyes of God. And because of that, your last feeling, we will, uh, we will never experience the lake of fire. That ought to be yelling, uh, amen, praise the Lord, hallelujah from you this morning just because of that. Just because of those two right there. You will never experience his true wrath you will never experience his wrath at all. And you won't experience the lake of fire. And I'm going to ask you straight up, is that true for you? Have you accepted Christ in your time? Have you allowed him to clean you, to cleanse you, to reconcile you to the Father? Have you? Because this morning, if you haven't, it'd be my honor to pray with you. Be my honor to pray with you this morning. And I want you guys to think about it. Listen, we, 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 we've all gone through some pain. We've all gone through some sufferings. And you know what? We're going to go through some more. There is more coming until we get to heaven. That's when there will be no more weeping, no more pain, no more suffering. But think about this. You're not going to suffer as much as his own son suffered. His own son, Jesus, that he allowed to go through all that and, 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 and go to the cross, and then he turned his back on him. Why? Because he was a mean father? No, absolutely, because he's a loving father. You're my loving father. See, he, he, he wants to have that relationship back with you. He wants you back home, folks. He wants you back home. He wants to be walking with you in that Garden of Eden like he used to do with Adam and Eve. They messed it up. Adam messed it up. But he wants to bring that back. He wants to bring you back to that location, bring you back to that place where you and he can walk together and talk together. I know we can experience it here on earth. 
we have uh, that close relationship where I can go to the park and I'm just walking and it's like God is walking with me because I'm talking to him. Or just taking a walk down the streets of the neighborhood. And like I said, if, if, if you haven't made that choice yet, if you're online, you haven't made that choice, if you're here today, you haven't made that choice yet, that decision to just finalize it and commit to God, I want to pray with you. Let, let, let's bow our heads. And I want you to say something like this, Father, I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I'm a sinner. But Father, I want to be redeemed by your son, Jesus Christ. And Lord, I'm asking you right now to come into my life, come into my heart, be the center of my world. Come on in, take over, be my Lord and Savior. Forgive my sin. Forgive every thought that I've had that is not agreeable with you, Father. Take it away. I want to be redeemed. I don't want to experience that wrath. I don't want to experience that lake of fire. I want to experience the walk with you, that love with you. And even though my situation may not be perfect the way I want it to be, Lord, I know that you are still there. I know that you are still there. Come into my heart. Be with me. I thank you, Lord, this morning. In Jesus' name, pray. Amen. Thank you so very much for listening to this message. We hope you were truly blessed. If you were, please subscribe to our podcast, if you haven't already, and share it with a friend. Doing so will cause the seeds of God's word and the message of his love to spread like wildfire. So thanks again for partnering with us in this important way. Stay thirsty for Christ, my friends, until the whole world hears. God bless.